What's good, everybody? It's Dr. Need Darko, recording from the basement of my parents' house in New Jersey at midnight. If you hear some rustling in the background, that's my parents' dog. He's up, so he's kind of going back and forth in the basement, making noise. So please, just never mind. I'm going to do my best to edit all that stuff out. But this is the last episode of the month. There's only one day left in the month of March, but it started off really, really, really crazy like a whirlwind, and I just wanted to take a moment to really talk to you all about the things that I've learned um, throughout this month, but more importantly, the things I learned from you know this past book launch and things that I can impart onto you all as you all you know start the process of creating your own whatever. And as you know, this month is crazy. This month started off with me on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean in, in Ghana, visiting family, and then came back and was working and as you all know, the trauma surgery schedule is crazy, and then still at the same time planning for this book launch, getting things done, and then actually having the book launch, and now I'm here. And it's crazy, you know, and I just am just like, I'm in shock, you know, I'm kind of awe and awe about this whole process. I just found out that the book has made bestseller status in three categories on Amazon, so it's it's ridiculous. Like it's something that I want to thank you all for helping me attain. This is something that I didn't do by myself. But it's it's really, you know, a testament to just kind of positive thinking, positive thoughts. And um I decided to name this episode Started from the Bottom. You all heard the rap song by Drake, right? It started from the bottom, now we're here. And I kind of have the same sentiment, but it's not really the same. So it's for me, it started from the bottom and now I'm still climbing. (laughs) And what I mean by that is, you know, I hit rock bottom. I'm starting to climb out and I'm making my way. And each step, you know, I am continuing to climb up and I haven't reached where I want to be yet. Right. And I'm definitely not flossing. I'm definitely not stunting. I'm definitely not doing anything to show that I'm on this end and you guys can't reach it. This is something that I continue to work on on a daily basis. So that's the reason why I decided to name this episode this name. And, you know, it. looking back, it, I really, throughout this whole process, have really taken to effect how important family, friends, and community is. And, you know, they like all three components have come through like no joke for my book launch and for bestseller status. And and the day started off with Dr. Sam Price. We both are getting coaching and she started off the day by giving me a call, giving me a pep talk. I was really nervous in the morning. Nobody knew except people who really know me well know that when I get really quiet, I'm pretty nervous. Um, but she gave me a call and just kind of just said, look, you know, she's been through this process. Make sure, you know, you do X, Y, and Z, make sure you stay positive. You know, she's got my back. And, um, you know, she said a couple of more things that that's just between me and her and stuff. And it was just off the chain and, um, just kind of just started off the day. Right. And it was just awesome. You know, initially looking back, I thought I was going to live stream to crickets Um, But my family showed up, you know, Renee's family came through, friends came onto the live stream, people from overseas, my family in Ghana, people who I don't know in Ghana (laughs) were watching, people from other parts of the the world were were watching on live stream. It was just something that really just kind of goes back to what I was talking about with community. And I was just really thankful for people just showing up. You know, initially, I just thought, okay, look, I'll just put... 
up my live stream on my Dr. Nee Darko Facebook page, which really doesn't have anybody following it yet. And then I'll go from there. I, I was kind of hemming and hawing if I should put it on Docs Outside the Box Nation Facebook group or should I put it on my regular Facebook group. But, you know, I, I got back and I just kind of thought about it and talked it over with my wife. She gave me the idea. And what we decided to do is just kind of put it on, for the most part, um, all of my personal page as well as um, Dr. Nidarko and as well as Docs Outside the Box fan page. And, you know, it was a really, really good decision. You know, and I want to talk about something that's, really interesting before I started live stream before the book launch on my way from my parents home in New Jersey to the co-working space that I went to and shout out to the co-working spot I was at. I was at this place called work and play in South Orange y'all need to look this up y'all need to you know support this place this place is off the chain I love it so you can work in a co-working space as well as if you need child care you can get that also um, and vice versa if you just need child care and you don't need to co-work it's a spot for you. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And it's someplace that I think you all need to check out. But on my way there, I took a route that I used to take walking when I was in high school. And my high school was not my high school is not in the same direction as this place. But oftentimes we would, you know, I ran high school track and we would leave from the track and from practice, we would take this route back to, you know, wherever we lived. And I drove backwards and, you know, it's just amazing to kind of take this route that I hadn't taken since literally high school. It almost felt like life was coming in full circle. And what I mean by that is, you know, all through high school, I can remember me, all I wanted to do was become a doctor, become a physician. You know, I, that was all I was thinking about. And I remember just being on that route, on that road, walking home or running home from practice and just wondering what it would be like to be a doctor you know, I became a doctor, right? After eight to 10 years after that, I've become a doctor. But, you know, I kind of hit a detour a little bit. And I want to let you all know about that. I hit a detour. It's something that, you know, I don't really talk about too much, but it's something that I want to share with you all. And I think it'll make a lot more sense when I talk about how things are going with this detour or with this road that I took to the co-working space and how you know, it works out with doing this book launch. So basically about four years ago, maybe even five years ago, I was in Minnesota and I was doing locum tenens. I just got signed out for the day and, you know, I literally was getting ready to change from, you know, my, my regular clothes into my scrubs. I just, for some reason, I just couldn't get up to change into my scrubs I, 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 at the moment, I couldn't figure out what it was, but I just had this stress, this anxiety. It finally just kind of just paralyzed me. I couldn't get up. And I just started thinking about family. I started thinking about where my life was going. I started thinking about how far away I was from um, my fiance at the time and from my, my family, which at this point in Minnesota and where I was in the East Coast, about a thousand miles, maybe even longer than that. They might as well have been like, halfway across the world. I mean, they might as well have been in Australia and I was in Minnesota because it just felt as though I was that far away. I felt isolated. I was, you know, depressed. You know, I just kind of felt like I was lost with my career. And I'm not going to lie to you. I just started my career at this point, right? This is like 2013. And I had just started my career. I was just literally fresh out of fellowship. It's April in Minnesota and it's snowing. You know, and just kind of everything just kind of came to a to a 
I guess, to a, a, a low point. And that literally was like rock bottom for me. Like I had felt as though since that point in high school, like I had moved away from my my family to go to college, which is understandable. And then from there, I went to medical school, which was further away. Then I went to residency and then fellowship. And it just felt as though at that point that every four years, I was just getting further and further away from family, getting farther and farther away from, you know, my social network, my family, friends. And it just came to, I felt like I hit rock bottom at that point where I just couldn't get up anymore. Like I was not you know, the brother I wanted to become. I wasn't the, um, you know, the boyfriend I wanted to be at that point. I wasn't the son I wanted to be at that point. I just felt as though a lot of things just wasn't going right for me. And it was at that point that, you know, I just kind of just realized to me that I felt as though I was just kind of playing by someone else's game. I was playing by someone else's rules and it just wasn't working for me anymore. You know, it took some time for me to realize it, but I really had to come to terms and really start to be able to be specific about what I wanted in life in my own terms. And as a result, after that time in Minnesota, I decided to take a job. Me and my wife took a job in central PA. You know, the the, the rest is history. You know, we had mad debt. Um, you know, we tried to figure out ways to get out of debt and we did. You know, you got to remember at this time we had, you know, over $660,000 of student loan debt. And I was just kind of just searching, trying to figure out what I wanted to to do, what I was passionate about. And you'll be really surprised what really got me out of my funk, right? What Like the, the, the true beginnings of getting myself out of the funk and realizing that we can do this were really YouTube videos and podcasts and blogs. So, for example, for YouTube videos, like I would watch... There are two people specifically, YouTube vloggers, that I would watch on TV or excuse me, on YouTube all the time. And one of them was Marquez Brownlee. He also goes by the name of MKBHD. If you haven't heard of him, this guy is in essence the best tech reviewer on the planet, the best tech reviewer on YouTube. His videos are phenomenal. And the reason why I was inspired by his videos is I've seen this guy start making YouTube videos at the age of 14 and he's in his mid 20s now and his videos are phenomenal. And to watch him go from making videos with a horrible webcam to the the quality that he's making videos right now. So I'm watching TV and you see tech, you know, phone commercials with his reviews on their on, you know, with his quotes from his reviews on their commercial. It's ridiculous. You know, so I find a lot of inspiration from that, just kind of being like a self-made man and stuff. I, I really like that. Then there's another one. His name is Casey Neistat. He's a vlogger. He does lifestyle videos, and he probably is one of the most um, famous vloggers on YouTube. His style is very unique. I mean, to the point where everybody copies off of his style. But it's interesting. As a physician, I just don't know why, but I just really find an affinity for these two YouTubers. From a podcast standpoint... You know, personal finance podcasts were really huge for me because obviously that was a pain point for me being in so much debt and not really knowing what steps to take. Um, so I really kind of gravitated towards personal finance blogs. But then, you know, I started expanding out to different blogs also, different podcasts also. You know, one thing that I can say about these things is that I would just sit there and watch and these videos or I would just listen to these podcasts or read these blogs and just kind of wonder what it was like to just create something and to have people watch and and learn and 
in some essence, get some inspiration from that. And the first thought that I had in my mind was I couldn't do it. Like, there's no way I can do this type of thing. Like, I am trained to be, you know, one thing, and that's a physician, and I should be very happy at that. Who am I to kind of think that I can go and, and kind of conquer this space or, you know, at least just step into this space? And then, you know, I just kind of started thinking about like all these different vloggers and podcasters. I'm like, these guys are my age, if not younger. And they didn't start out as the experts. And now they are, right? And I just started thinking to myself, like, why can't that be the case for me? in whatever I'm passionate about. And at this point, I was really starting to gravitate towards being a podcaster. You know, I really wanted to talk about doctors who were doing really amazing, extraordinary things outside of of medicine. You know, I just gave myself the permission to go ahead and start, go ahead and fail. Um, And I started pursuing this thing that I wanted. And here we are now, right? There's been mad potholes along the way. Um, There's been mad detours, but I'm still here and I'm still climbing. And that kind of just brings me back to this road that I was taking, right? Like I left this road going to college thinking that I was going to be one thing, which was a physician. And now I return taking this same route, this road back to this co-working space, just kind of just reminiscing like, man, like it's amazing how you think your life will go one way and it goes completely another direction. And now, you know, I'm a physician who takes pride and living life outside the box, going to a book launch, nervous as heck, like, yo, how is this going to turn out? So that's, that's kind of just the genesis of, of, you know, my story of how I got started on this path. And it's just kind of interesting how one path can, or one road or one path can kind of make you feel like your life is going in a circle. It's pretty, pretty interesting. And like I said, you know, by a day later, I found out that we made book uh, bestseller status with the book. You know, it's just something that I feel very grateful about because in essence, it's something that I didn't think that I could do. I didn't think that it was something that I can step into. Um, and it's something that I feel really proud about. You know, I just want to leave some some tips with you guys all to to grab from this from this podcast. Like, what can you learn from this? The first thing is that the gatekeepers are gone. I want you all to absorb that. The gatekeepers are gone. And what I mean by that is, you know, the days of, you know, you having to have a publicist, the days of you having to know someone on TV, the days of you having to know someone in newspaper or whatever it is, whatever media it is for you to get your name out, for you to get your word, your work out. You had to know someone in the know. Those days are gone. Right. And we should all relish in that technology has made it that everybody has a voice and your voice can be your voice can travel throughout the entire world and literally snap of a finger even quicker than that. I go to my YouTube, excuse me, I go to my Libsyn stats and I see that obviously the majority of my downloads are from the United States as well as Canada. Shout out to Canada. But I'm also getting downloads from Malaysia. I'm getting downloads from Australia. I'm getting downloads from Africa. I'm getting downloads from, you know, all over Europe. I'm like, how is how is this happening? It's just the power of the Internet. Probably someone who's going through the same thing probably typed in docs and then docs outside the box came up and they're just like, oh, let me just listen to that. So you don't necessarily need a publicist. You don't necessarily need a publisher to to, to put out a book. Now, for me, I did go with a publisher 
and it definitely made my life a lot easier. So if anybody's wondering, you know, which way would I go? I think you can go either way. But for me this time, I decided to use a publisher and I was really happy with them. So the other point that I want to make to you all is you'll be really surprised how easy it is to write a book. Like I am like the reason why I did podcasts is because I hate writing. I you can ask anybody if you ask me to write a blog post even if it's 300 words it will take me literally like six months to write it it's just because i go back and i write and then i rewrite and then i edit and it has to be i'm the worst i just felt at that time i was the worst writer i had to get out of that mindset and really just kind of just take a step back and realize look look i'm not writing like you know a barack obama or a bill clinton type novel here, you know, or whatever type of novel you really think is phenomenal. Like we're not doing that here. Like I'm literally writing a simple guide to answer like all the questions that I get about starting a podcast via email, YouTube, um, whatever social media uh, way method that people get in touch with me. There's always someone asking me about podcasting. And I said, you know what? I want to be able to write this out so that I can have a legacy of being able to say that I contributed to the podcasting world. And it wasn't that hard once I got it out of my mind that I couldn't do it anymore. I hope you all get my drift on that one. It is very easy to write a book, all right? I didn't think that I can do it um, once I was able to get that mindset out of my mind. And that was by putting myself around positive people, putting myself around other people who were writing a book or going through the process of just creating something that gave me more confidence in believing that I can do this myself, right? And I was consistent with it also. Like I would write consistently between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Why? Because nobody was up during that time. There's nothing going on on the internet. I can literally just bring up my laptop, bring up my Microsoft Word and just type, you know, and just keep typing. And that's what I did. I just kept typing and brainstorming and I didn't stop myself. I, you know, if there was errors in my sentences, I didn't care. I just kept typing, 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 and typing. And oftentimes, I mean, I would start at 3 a.m., finish at 6 a.m., and then be able to take a shower and get ready to go to work that day. And I did it consistently to the point where I said, you know what? I think I'm ready um, to start the next process, which would be editing and formalizing, formulating this book in, in, the, in the way in which I think you all would enjoy it. Another point is, is I was worried about what others would think about me putting out a book. Seriously, I was really worried about that. At this point, I still was worried about it. I'm not sure why I was worried about it. I think there's honestly a little bit of imposter syndrome that's going on. But then I started thinking to myself, why not? You know, I've gone through the process of creating a podcast, refining it, getting to the point where we're getting better at it. I've helped other people create their own podcasts. Why can't I do it myself? In general, when I came out with the book launch party and even till now, I have consistently gotten nothing but positive feedback about the book launch, about the live stream, about the book in general. And, you know, everybody for the most part has been mad supportive. So that's one thing also that I want you all to know about. And that's another reason why I kind of started off the podcast talking about family support as well as community. Like as long as you keep that positive energy going, it's going to come back to you in, you know, positive ways. So 
look, am I am I gonna say that there's n- not many? You know, there you're not gonna get any negative feedback. Obviously, you are, right? But you know, I always, you know, I believe in what Gary Vaynerchuk says. I believe in what you know other people who say things about, you know, why focus so much on, you know, that one negative feedback when you got like tons of other positive feedback, right? You focus on that one thing, that one negative comment when you have all this positive reinforcement. I may get negative feedback. I think I have actually so far, but it's, I keep it moving. I keep it 100% and I just stay as positive as possible. So that's my advice to you all is to, you know, you'll be surprised how the power of doubt, the power of negativity can really take over your creative process. And if you can find a way to kind of remove yourself from that and then put your, your product out there to keep yourself accountable, you'll be surprised how many, how many people will support you in that, in that endeavor. Okay. I mean, I had people, like I said, from different parts of the world, just kind of just coming into the live stream and supporting people, even at the, we work and play spot was rooting me on, you know what I'm saying? So it, it was, it was off the chain, you know? So once again, I just want to emphasize how positive energy, how karma, how asking for help is really important. If I had done this all by myself, I'm telling you, this would not have been able to, I would not have been able to reach where I was able to reach with bestseller status. I would have had so many technical difficulties and I did have technical difficulties, but it would have been far worse. And ultimately, stay true to yourself. I have stayed true to myself the entire process from starting the podcast to the guests that I picked for this show to deciding to write a book to... You know, even with this episode, I've just decided to just go and let you all know my raw feelings, where I've been at, how I've started from the bottom, how I'm continuing to climb. And I think that continues to resonate with you all. So I just want to once again, thank you all again for helping me reach bestseller status. This is a win for us all. I think that we all as physicians are so talented in so many different ways. Even as medical students, we are so talented. I, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked at how many people have so many followers on Instagram and how many blogs are written by medical students and pre-meds. It is phenomenal. We all have talent and I think we all need to come together. And I just want to say once again, thank you all again for continuing to support Docs Outside the Box. We're going to continue to get the show better. The show is going to continue to improve. There's going to be more books coming out, teaching people how to podcast more. A course will be coming out very soon. So look, I'm going to jet, but I just want to you know, end with one thing. We only got one life. Let's make it count and live outside the box. Peace. <laughs>